What does data over ideal mean? This is a really good question to understand where this series is coming from. There are two competing realities in this world. From a philosophical standpoint, both realities know that they're in competition with each other, but both of them seem to sorely misunderstand each other unless they are beyond both of these realities and not entrenched in the ideals that they stand for, but are aware of the existing data and aware of their role in these two reality constructs. The two opposing ideas are duality and paradoxical. This is a very interesting conclusion because their arguments on multiple explanations of these two philosophies, but those are all ideals in a sense. Um, so the, the truth is, from this point of view, since truth is relevant to the ideal held, the truth is, is that all ideals are right. So let's not look at this as right or wrong and set that personal bias we may have aside while we explore the natures of the paradoxical reality versus the duality reality. Let's take the side of the duality reality first. In the duality reality, everything makes sense. And things are linear, there is a linear progression in time, there is a linear progression in human evolution, there is a linear progression in the evolution of the spirit, there is a linear progression in knowledge, there is a linear everything from experience to wisdom and nothing is paradoxical because there are two sides to the duality reality and that is the right side or the righteous side or the legal side and then there is the opposite side, the wrong side, the bad side, the illegal side, the unrighteous side, the sinful side. These are duality realities. And what is quite fascinating is the fact that these duality realities are competing. That there is not one singular duality reality. This is not the matrix in the sense where it is so simplified that it is us versus them. There are many ideals within this construct of duality realities. But what is very interesting is they are all opposed to paradoxical realities. And the way idealistic paradoxical realities are is there's an infinite amount of everything. There's, you know, everything can contradict each other and it doesn't matter. It's, it's somewhere bordering nihilistic. And on one hand, they may believe that their way is right. 
and try to encourage other people. But this is another ideal. And this is an illusion of paradoxical. It's like they heard the explanation of paradoxical realities and felt accepted by it. But it is a surface level of the truth. The same way you can have surface level truth that contradicts with other duality realities. We see this a lot where religions will say, well, you know, it's it's got to be right because it t- taught me good morals. So I know that, you know, Jesus Christ is the one true God, and I know this is absolute truth. The same thing can be said about Muslims that say, I know Allah is the one true God because it teaches me and my family good morals. And on both sides, they have arguments why the other is wrong. Well, we're not the same as terrorists. Well, we're not the same as the Christian cults that, you know, kill people who are different throughout time. It's the same but different. The only difference in the individual's minds is not the details, not the explanatory details, but the feelings and the fact that they can't have rea- they can't have empathy to an opposing but same duality reality is why they don't realize that they are all connected with ideals and this goes on the paradoxical side where nothing is right or wrong everything is relative because time is looked at differently in this paradoxical reality where time is not linear meaning the experiences we need may happen out of order We may have the lesson first, the understanding later, and then it clicks. We understand the lesson. And this is completely contradictory to the Socratic method, which was young Socrates versus old Socrates. But we tend to focus on young Socrates thinking when we think of duality, linear realities. And this is really interesting because the temptation of these opposing realities are everything makes sense and my way makes sense. And this is interesting because the conformists love duality reality. Whether or not they consider themselves conformists, in some way, they like that either they are able to conform or that others are conforming. In some way, they want this control, this exactness, this, they, they do not like risk, they do not like chance, they do not like change. And they like controlled change, they like predictable change. But we all know the best changes are unpredictable. You don't create love, you fall in love. It's unpredictable, like falling. And what's interesting in the paradoxical reality theories of the world are time is not knowable. It's, it happens in a random order that we're trying to piece together. And our linear progression of time is a construct, not unlike a business, not unlike a government, not unlike... Uh, you know, any sort of organized community that is with an ideal of good control. And this is very interesting because 
Paradoxical realities seem contradictory or bad when defined by duality realities, where there is right and wrong. But morality isn't right or wrong. It is absolutely relative. If it wasn't, even dualistic realities would always agree that all killing is bad, and they wouldn't differentiate between murder and self-defense, or between rape and consensual sex. But the fact that they, in a way, admit that they, they call it nuances, and then the, the paradoxical reality believers, they call it pretty much anything they want to, because it's, they realize that everything is a personal definition, and whether or not people in duality realities realize it, that they either have their own definition that others agree to, they conform to, or others agree to something that somebody else said, let's conform to this. So it's an authoritarian model where in the most part, it's passive authoritarianism. They agree to it. They don't see it as somebody exacting authority because they don't think about it too much. That's the passivity of duality linear realities. Is there, there gets to be some sort of passivity where you're just floating along and other people are making decisions that you don't want to make because you look at things as good or bad. Whereas if you're on the paradoxical reality, you realize that you are the navigator of your ship. And just as the temptation is on the duality side to say that paradoxical realities are bad and that paradoxes can't exist, the same way it is confusing for people who are obsessing over the ideals of paradoxical realities to say that no rules exist and that by doing this, they, when they are asked what is the right way, they explain their right way. And they may even get caught up in the dualistic, linear sense of control that if this is my right way, and I found my people who also agree that this is their right way, it is the right way for everyone. But this conflicts because the dualists will never understand this. Just as the people who are studying paradoxical realities do not believe that their way isn't right for everyone unless other people don't just want it, they need it. Most people's wants and needs are not aligned. So when they say that they don't want it and they don't need it, the fact of the matter is even if you enforce that, they're going to rebel the same way the dualists get on the students of paradoxical realities case for rebelling against a dualist 
society of order. And this is really interesting because we see these parables throughout time. We see these parables in Plato's allegory of the cave. We see these parables in the teachings of Jesus Christ. We see these parables in Marcus Aurelius's teachings of Stoicism. We see parables. Why? We see parables in modern day. What is more popular in both dualist and paradoxical circles? Stories, plain and simple. Both assume they like explanations, but the only reason either side believes in what they can explain is because of a story that was told. And we deny this. (laughs) We deny this on both sides, which is very, very interesting because there's a difference between data and ideals. And that difference is data is not the story. It is not the narrative. It is not the personal experience. It is not the feeling. It is the data points, the bullet points, the summarizations. It is the explanation without the why. But an explanation with a why is the story. It compels dualists to want to believe in their linear cycles of time and explanations and knowledge and progression. And these stories on the other side are the same. And there's micro variances on each side of the dualist and the paradoxical side where it doesn't matter if on the dualism side it is organized religion or organized government or some other organized belief in organized political party an organized ideal company an organized you know whatever these ideals are all a story. And even though those conflict, you still have the major confliction where even all the dualists agree the paradoxicals are counter-logical, they're unreasonable, they're chaotic. Yes, from their perspective, just as the ones who study the ideals of paradoxical ways, whether it's conspiracy, whether it's spirituality, whether it's uh, all sorts of alternative viewpoints. And this is where it gets really conflicting because just like on the dualist side, where right now in our modern day, there's major conflict between the ideals of Christianity and Muslim faiths. There is major, major conflicts in the paradoxical realm as well with the alt-right and the alt-left where dualist people on the right and dualist people on the left both deny their paradoxical counterparts, the alt-right and the alt-left. If anyone on the left talks to somebody on the right, they lump the alt-right in with the right. Just the same way somebody on the right lumps the alt-left in with the left. This is because in the mainstream, the one that is mostly right because it has the majority of people, 
has been defined as mostly right because democracy dictates majority makes right. Not unlike might makes right. But this is the might of ideals over ideas. When there are two opposing ideas, paradoxical and dualism. It's not to say that all paradoxical is crazy or that all dualism is crazy. But the craziness comes from denying the existence of both realities. There is a reason why Plato talked about the allegory of the cave explaining the paradoxical and the dualistic realities long, long before the Matrix told the exact same story with techno details and computer simulations. But Plato was talking about a simulation of the mind the same way the Matrix was. It was just what was relevant at the time in the same way dualist or even paradoxical explanations may say it's it's not true because we don't live in a computer simulation. People in Plato's times most definitely said, well, it's not true because we're not all trapped in the cave. We're not all living in a cave. Where's the cave? You really think we're all in a cave? Look, we're out in a field. You're dumb. You really think we're all in a computer simulation? You really think this could be a computer simulation? You're dumb. It's the same argument, realizing that stories and explanations don't compute. That's why an explanation meets misunderstanding, no matter if all the details are laid out. The story helps the human mind adapt to it, especially at younger ages. These parables... These stories are very powerful in minds under the age of 25. Beyond that, it takes an immature mind to adopt drastically different stories than the ones they've become accustomed to. And finding a mind under the age of 25 that doesn't already have a story or a narrative or an explanation with the why that they have chosen to believe in is very rare these days. Because ideals are the why, the narrative that support an idea. And new ideas that don't corroborate the ideals that exist threaten the constructs of either paradoxical or dualist realities. This is not to say that one is right and the other isn't. In fact, both are valuable. But the denial of the existence in the logic and reason of both is foolish. Paradoxical helps us change, adapt. It is why stories exist. It is why the same data can need to be introduced to new societies throughout time, but is just put in a different story. 
in the same way. Each time the stories get more and more quote-unquote perfect or more and more elaborate or better told the same way that the stories, the parables that Jesus Christ told are better than what Marcus Aurelius told in the same way that the stories that we have today are better told and because they get more attention. The plain and simple fact, the reason that the teachings of Jesus Christ were better than Marcus Aurelius is because to us they are newer. But at that time, they were the most relevant thing to those people in that area. Just as the same way we give much more attention to the stories in TV and movies and books that are popular today rather than the old. That is why the stories today are more popular than the stories told by Jesus Christ. In fact, the stories that he told are not even as popular as his story. And this is interesting because when we get too far into a dualist mindset, we take things too literally. And even people who are studying the ideals of paradoxical reality without knowing it, they haven't completely let go of the dualist paradigm. So they are still sticking on these analytical explanations. The same way religious people can take the teachings of Jesus Christ, the parables, the stories, the fictional stories, the parables, literally. And this is dangerous. The same way it is dangerous to believe any story literally. Whether it's The Matrix, whether it's Limitless, whether it's any single story. Whether it's Harry Potter, whether it's Twilight. You take any of these too literally and you miss the point of the story. The lessons inside of it. But as time goes on, the old stories get less important and more literal. And after a certain amount of time, they get generally forgotten. The same way Stoicism is more forgotten than the teachings of Jesus Christ. But there was not a story created around the stories of Stoicism. So it is literally philosophy. Whereas The philosophy of Jesus Christ that was taught is taken literally because of the story that was created around his stories to keep them alive. In the same way now, we we see stories as being inherently fictional. When the fact of the matter is, is whether or not you're watching something like The Century of the Self or The Matrix... It's the same data. It's just the matrix has a story. And the century of the self is what we consider reality. We don't pay attention to data-based explanations. We pay attention to story-based explanations. But when we lose the philosophy that why, we get bored with the whys of nonfiction because it conflicts with the reality that that narrative that we have been told and they become less possible when we can put 
a parable in the realm of fiction, it becomes more popular. The same way, fiction is literalized and literal explanations are fictionalized when it comes to the teachings of Jesus Christ or any other religion. This is not to say that they are absolutely right or absolutely wrong. This is just to question what are the temptations that stories have on us? What is the truth that is buried in stories? Where can we find connections? Where can we find the unity between dualistic philosophies of looking at the world and these, yes, chaotic, but also beautiful chaos theories that are called wrong by dualists. Paradoxical realities have been mislabeled, I now realize. Where paradoxical realities are where things like love and life fit in. It's not saying we have to look at it absolutely like the ideals that inhabit paradoxical realities such as alt-right, alt-left, conspiracy. But the ideas in there are just as valid as the ideas in dualist reality. And looking past the ideals can lead to something very, very special. Understanding, not conversion. Understanding, listening, compassion, empathy, Understanding why things are beneficial, realizing past these alt-right, alt-left, and conspiracies are ideas such as love. Better explanations than I've ever found in dualistic realities where it's random, it's chaotic. Eventually, even the dualists need to admit that even though they believe chaos to be bad, chaos is still where love exists, where life exists, where the understanding of inner peace exists, where the understanding of enlightenment exists. So let's let go of our ideals, even if just long enough to understand, have compassion for, and comprehend The ideas and not the ideals. The ideas that the ideals stem from. And understand the ideas of others. Whether or not it is dualists exploring the ideas of other dualists. Or if it is paradoxicals exploring the ideas of other paradoxicals. And especially... If it is dualists exploring the ideas of other paradoxicals and paradoxicals exploring the ideas of the dualists, we can figure out ways to bridge these. I've met many people who already are. And what's interesting is they're always the most quiet. And that is why I have listened to both sides and realized that not adopting one or the other, we can find a way to bridge them. I want to be louder so the ones with the good ideas, 
that they have no desire to enforce because their ideas are that good and that pure. They just need people to listen. And right now, they are still and small. And we need to set aside our beliefs and our ideals, even just to hear their wisdom. And you would be amazed the answers that you could find that do not require you to convert, but will help you to improve.